It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And I'm Editor Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. In WIA National News for this week, commencing February 4, 2024, WIA's Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger VK2ZRH, WIA's 2020 Technical Excellence Award winner, Roger, VK3KYY, and the Open GD77 Radio Firmware Project, updated, WIA board member Chris, VK3FY, plus much, much, much more in this edition of news from your Wireless Institute of Australia. Who listens to radio? I'm Michelle, VK2AYL. This is Andrew, VK3 Charlie Alpha Hotel. This is Kevin, VK4UH. I'm Colin, VK5XY. This is Stephen Green, VK2TSG. I'm Felix, VK4FUQNM. This is Chris Tibetrevich, VK3FY, on behalf of the board of the Wireless Institute of Australia for VK1WIA National News. Today's topics. 1. ACMA assessor accreditations are currently being sent out. 2. A reminder that the WIA AGM for 2024. 3. WA Directors Club visits. And 4. WIA Merit Award nominations. Topic 1. On the 29th of January 2024, the Australian Communications and Media Authority, or ACMA, has begun issuing its accreditations for the ACMA Assessor Accreditation. Those assessors who have previously applied to the ACMA should have begun to receive their notifications. Topic 2. A friendly reminder that the 2024 WA AGM will be held on the weekend of May 4th to 5th, 2024 in Bundaberg, Queensland. Those wishing to attend can look up details on the WIA website. Topic 3. The WIA Board of Directors are happy to try and arrange club visits either in person when they are in the area or virtually via a video conference. Clubs wishing to participate are urged to contact the WIA Secretary Peter Clee VK8ZZ. Topic 4. It's time to submit your nominations for this year's WIA Merit Awards. Nominations close 31st of March 2024, with the WIA Award recipients being announced at this year's WIA AGM in May 2024. This has been Chris, VK3FY, on behalf of the Board of the Wallace Institute of Australia for VK1 WIA National News. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. For once, I have to speak to you seriously. For the two weeks leading up to last Monday, those involved in the production of the magazine worked industriously to prepare the pages of Amateur Radio Issue 1 to load to the printer's computer server on deadline. The issue's cover had been printed the previous week and lay awaiting for the guts to be printed. But a hiccup, an unforeseen circumstance, blocked the way. So, it came to pass that diligent efforts on Tuesday last averted, diverted or inverted the threat 
and issue one of Amateur Radio magazine rolled off the press on Wednesday, on time, and ready for trucking to the mailing house and the newsagent distributors on Thursday. This was achieved by, you may have guessed, working together. Talking about working together, this issue I must introduce to you someone new, whose role is to prepare the photographs for each issue, to balance the colours and clean up the images to achieve the best presentation. Phil White, VK3 Mike Bravo, knowing that things could be better, stepped forward and volunteered to do this pre-press image processing for the magazine. After all, that's his day job. Give him a round of applause. We look forward to working together over 2024. So, this issue's features focus on pioneers of the past and marketing the hobby. The technical feature is a transverter for the 134 GHz band from Andrew Anderson, VK3CV. Actually, it covers both 122 and 134 gigs. He invites you to join the action on the 2mm bands. You can build the system yourself. I am reliably informed that kits will be available thanks to the efforts of Tim Tuck, VK2XAX, and his XYL. More next week. Keep your eye out for Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 92, Issue Number 1 for 2024. More guts. Less Gap, proudly produced and printed in Australia, also available online, always published to a schedule, never random. I'm Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. Let's work together. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now with international news, Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. In an effort to engage young hams, the ARRL board has approved two new initiatives. Full-time students aged 21 and younger are now eligible for a free membership. ARRL will also establish a student coding competition in which students aged 21 and under will design software applications with awards up to $25,000. In addition, ARRL approved a number of other items, including the reintroduction of ARRL Life Membership and 70-plus Life Membership. The creator of the protocol that eventually came to govern synchronised timekeeping on billions of devices around the planet has become a silent key. Computer scientist and unstoppable tinkerer Dave Mills, Whiskey 3 Hotel Charlie Foxtrot, was a professor at the University of Delaware when he first tackled the question of how to synchronise the time on billions of devices around the world, including computers, switches, satellite servers and clocks. He ultimately addressed this question through the development of Network Time Protocol, or NTP, which he introduced to the world as the internet began emerging as a global force. Dave became a silent key on the 17th of January. Radio and TV broadcasting, mobile communications and other elements of the so-called wireless revolution can have all of their roots traced back to amateur radio, according to a recent article in the IEEE Explore written by Theodore Rappaport, November 9, November Bravo. 
Communications magazine, IEEE Explores article, which is in Volume 61, Issue 11, credits amateur radio inventiveness that was incubated in the earliest amateur radio clubs growing on college campuses in the early 20th century. It singles out the Wireless Telegraph Club on Columbia University's New York City campus, noting the student members' propensity for wireless experimentation, and singles out one club member, Edwin Howard Armstrong, considered the father of FM radio. At the time, wireless enthusiasts were being born in Australia, the UK, and elsewhere in the world. The article traces how the advent of FM led to the development of mobile phones and how amateurs' bottomless curiosity continues to be the driving spirit behind more and more inventive ways of communicating. To help fight pirate radio, the Federal Communications Commission hired four full-time people in fiscal 2023 and is in the process of hiring more. The FCC has also ordered six vehicles to support the hires with mobile direction-finding equipment. The six vehicles will be outfitted in the 2024-2025 calendar years and will include specialised hardware and software for the detection of pirate radio operators. The Preventing Illegal Radio Abuse Through Enforcement or Pirate Act increased the maximum monetary penalties for pirate operators. Those caps now are $119,000 per day and $2.4 million in total. Amelia Earhart's long-lost plane possibly detected by sonar 16,000 feet underwater. This story sourced to CBS News America. Amelia Earhart's disappearance over the Central Pacific Ocean 87 years ago remains one of the greatest mysteries in aviation history. Countless theories about her fate have emerged in the decades since, but now a deep-sea exploration team searching for the wreckage of her small plane has provided another potential clue, including a new video released on Monday. Deep Sea Vision, a Charleston, South Carolina-based team, said this weekend that it captured a sonar image in the Pacific Ocean that appears to be Earhart's Lockheed 10E Electra aircraft. The company, which says it scanned over 5,200 square miles of the ocean floor starting in September, posted sonar images on social media that appear to show a plane-shaped object resting at the bottom of the sea. The 16-member team, which used a state-of-the-art underwater drone during the search, also released a new video of the expedition showing the team reviewing images taken by a submersible. After an extensive deep-water search, a talented group of underwater archaeologists and marine robotics experts have unveiled a sonar image that may answer the greatest modern mystery, the disappearance of Amelia Earhart, Deep Sea Vision wrote on Instagram. Earhart and navigator Fred Noonan disappeared on July 2, 1937, while flying over the Pacific Ocean during Earhart's attempt to become the first female aviator to circle the globe. They vanished without a trace spurring the largest and most expensive search and rescue effort by the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard in American history. Earhart and Noonan were declared dead two years later. Multiple deep-sea searchers using high-tech equipment have tried, but failed over the years to find Earhart's plane. Romeo told his team's underwater hug and submersible captured the sonar image of the aircraft-shaped object 
about 16,000 feet below the Pacific Ocean's surface, less than 100 miles from Howland Island, where Earhart and Noonan were supposed to stop and refuel before they vanished. Romeo's team didn't find the image until about three months into the trip, and at that stage it was impractical to turn back, so they intend to return for a closer look. Sonar experts say that only a closer look for details matching Earhart's Lockheed aircraft would provide definitive proof. For VK1WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, Contest Wise 2024. A DXCW Contest, February 17, 19, using only the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15, and 10 meter bands. And new for 2024 is their limited antenna overlay. Any single operator or single operator unlimited entrant can enter using the limited antennas overlay. Operation is limited to the use of single element antennas such as a single vertical, end fed wire, or a single dipole antenna no more than 50 feet above the ground at its highest point. The antenna may cover multiple bands, as is the case with multiband verticals and dipoles with fan or trap constructions. New Zealand's Jock White Memorial Field Day will be 24-25 February 2024. The rules have been tweaked slightly and are now up on the NZART website. The definition of acceptable overseas contacts has changed to Oceania, as defined by the DXCC list. These changes have been made to better align the rules with the contest objective, simplify scoring and to use a defined geographical boundary. ARRL DX phone contest March 2 and 3. Use only the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. IAAUHF World Championship the second full weekend of July, that is 13-14. Trans-Tasman Lubin Contest, July 21, 2024. The Trans-Tasman Contest, always held on the third weekend in July, aims to encourage Lubin activity between VK and ZL. Only contest bands 160, 80 and 40 metres are allowed with SSB, CW and digital, that is, RITI or PSK. This contest is another official WIA contest and will count towards the Peter Brown Contest Champion Awards. Dex Window to the World February 8 marks the 61st anniversary of the YL system, known as the YL International Single Sideband System, founded by Vera Tolman. K4ICA, Silent Key, in 1963. The YL ISSB net operates on 14.332 MHz every day of the year, but February 8 to 11, Special Event Station K4ICA will operate on 14.240 MHz and 7.230-7260 MHz to commemorate the system's anniversary. Morocco Yannick, F6FYD is QRVSCN2YD until March 15. The Valdem celebrates its 85th birthday. The Sesselborg ARC will be operating ZS85VDAM 
now to the 1st of April 2024, to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the opening of the Vile Dam. Namibia QRV is V51WH from Omauru until the end of April. Activities are 160 to 10 metres, including 60 metres for those in the world able to use that band. V51WH Cubasol to Gunter, home call is DK2WH. Malawi Don, 7Q6M is QRV until May 13, 2024 and has also been active on 160 metres. QSL via LOTW. In the World DX, be listening for members of the Zurich City Police Radio Amateur Club throughout the year, operating as HB20SP. The club is marking its 20th anniversary. Unfortunately, no Bureau QSLs, but you can use Logbook of the World, and HB20SP runs until December 31. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK four of UQ Enningham. Across Australia from VK one WIA, you are tuned to the National News Service. In Melbourne it can be seen and heard on the Melbourne DATV repeater VK three RTV on Sundays at ten thirty AM and also eight PM. I'm Peter, VK three BFG. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, first up in Worldwide Special Interest Group News this week, it's Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. Now, including Rota. There's no prizes, no awards, no certificates, really nothing except bragging rights in a newly organised special interest group that focuses instead on activations at racing events, any kind of racing events. Racing on the Air is a program that's purely for fun, not for points. Hams are being encouraged to activate from any type of formal race, whether the competitors are bicycles, horses, boats, aircraft, cars even off-road motorsport. The objective is to show amateur radio in action and to increase its visibility at places where the public gathers. Callers simply use CQ Rotor or CQ Racing on the Air to attract attention to whoever is on the bands. Attracting attention at the event itself is as easy as finding a place to set up. The Racing on the Air forum on the Worldwide DX radio site has all the details at WorldWideDX.com. Even locations such as the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which already has an association with ham radio activations, are eligible to participate. The rotor organisers ask only that hams post the details of their planned activation, including modes and frequencies, and then upload the log afterward to their website. Ladies and gentlemen, start your rigs. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ARDF. Find your food, fox hunt and social. A neat idea and challenge for all hungry fox hunters or wannabe fox hunters or socialites comes out of South Africa, where on Friday afternoon, February 2nd, we understand a VHF fox ran. We also understand that if you found the fox, you found your food, which is pretty awesome. A slight twist in this cunning fox's repertoire. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Digital. 
Joining us now is the 2020 WIA Technical Excellence Awardee, Roger. Hi, this is Roger, VK3KYY, with news from the OpenGD77 Radio Firmware Project. OpenGD77 is replacement radio firmware for many Chinese VHF-UHF radios that's designed from the ground up for ham radio use. The firmware is mainly written by me, Roger, VK3KYY, with help from F1RMB and G4EML. Last week we released the first version of firmware for the TYT MD2017 and Retivis RT82, which are both dual-band VHF, UHF, FM and DMR handhelds. This brings the total number of supported radios to 11. All radios have the same functionality when running the OpenGD77 firmware, including voice prompts for blind and partially sighted operators, AMSAT satellite prediction, tracking and Doppler shift correction for satellite operation, FM APRS transmission and many other features specifically designed for ham radio operation. All radios running the OpenGD77 firmware use the same CPS and code plug, meaning you don't need a different code plug for each radio. So if you have any of the following radios, Radio Oddity GD77 or GD77S, Baofang DM1801, RD5R, DM5R version 2, or DM1701, TYT MD2017, MDUV380, MDUV390, or MD9600, Retivis RT82, RT84, or RT90, visit the OpenGD77 website at opengd77.com for more information. 73 is from me, Roger, VK3KYY. Thanks, Roger. Now, still in the digital mode, ROC Ham Radio Network asks the question, do you like pie? Well, I'm talking Raspberry Pi. The official Raspberry Pi net takes place on each Sunday at 2200 UTC on the ROC Ham Echolink conference node 531091. Oh, and ROC Ham? It's the Ham Radio Network emanating from Rochester, New York State in the USA and on All-Star Node 2585-47620-47918 and 531310. Join W2JLD-John-GW8SZL-Dave or W4RFJ-Chief each Sunday where they talk about Raspberry Pis, Linux, All-Star, Supermon, Programming and everything else Raspberry Pi. With a wide cast of characters and plenty of pie to go around, join in as they sit back and enjoy great fellowship and most of all have fun while learning something new. They often have a question and topic to get the net started. Loads of info to be had. You bring the coffee, they'll supply the pie. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA OC047. Bernhard will be active again as H44MS in the Solomon Islands from Belita, IOTA number OC047, from around the 10th of February every day on 160 through to 6 metres until the 25th of April. See qrz.com for QSL details. NA011. For the last two weeks of January, the Vatican City State flag flapped in the strong sea breeze on Clipperton Island, one of the most isolated islands in the world, IOTA number NA011. 
Francesco Valsacchi, an Italian who operates the amateur radio call sign of Vatican City, HV0A, brought the flag. It was the first time the Vatican flag has ever been unfurled on such a mission, and the first time the Vatican City made radio contact with the island. Valsacchi and more than a dozen others travelled to the desolate coral atoll in the eastern Pacific Ocean as part of an international expedition for long-distance amateur radio operators and listeners. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Medical, EI-25 Heal on the air for World Cancer Day, February 4th. Anthony, based in Ireland, is operating a special call sign, EI-25 Heal, that's spelled H-E-A-L. The call sign is dedicated to all those healing from cancer and not forgetting loved ones who've passed away. He'll be active on the 20, 15 and 40 metre bands. Special QSL cards are available and any donations from the QSL cards go to his cancer charity. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's February Bulletin to go to air, our first for this year. This month, as well as the latest club news, I'll be discussing Making the Connection, the story of the London Underground Railway map. This will be followed by Part 2 on the history of the transistor and its early development. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the program and join in the callbacks afterwards. Full details of all transmissions, times and modes can be found on the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au or just Google RAOTC Broadcasts. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the club website. Members and friends of the RAOTC in Perth are reminded that the next lunchtime meeting at the Woodbridge Hotel, East Guildford, is on Tuesday, February the 13th. All are welcome, and see the club website for full details. Once again, tune in tomorrow for the February RAOTC Bulletin. Enjoy the program, and please join in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. From the old to the new, it's Radio Amateur Young Timers, Yota, Youngsters on the Air, with VK2MV, Alec. Thank you, Cole. In line with the WIA's efforts in encouraging youth to participate in our hobby, the WIA has established our first radio bank in VK6. The bank consists of various radios including HF rigs, commercial VHF and UHF radios capable of access to 2 meter and 70 centimeter and a variety of accessories such as power supplies, coax, etc. The goal is to get youth on air with a minimum of expense. The first bank has been established by Steve VK6SJ and Stu VK6BG, both whom started in this hobby as students and appreciate the value of encouragement. They were the recipient of similar assistance in their youth from older hams. We hope that this will be the start of similar initiatives from clubs and others to help provide an easier entry to our hobby. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2MV in Sydney. Now back to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Next up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's video, ATV, SSTV, and other forms such as YouTube. 
The RSGB has released a further three presentations on YouTube from its 2023 convention. In the first, Professor Simon Watts, G3XXH, gives a fascinating presentation about VHF airborne radar and the design and performance of these early systems in World War II. The other two presentations focus on the World Radio Sport Team Championship, which the UK will be hosting in 2026 at the RSGB convention. WRTC Chair Mark Haynes, M0DXR, gave an overview of what's being planned and how people can get involved either as a spectator, volunteer, competitor or referee. John Warburton, G4IRN, gave his perspective on what it's like to be a WRTC referee. You can see all of these presentations on the RSGB YouTube channel. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. This is Linda, VK7QP. On Sunday, this broadcast goes out on repeaters all over VK7 and on digital radio, DMR Talk Group 5 and D-Star Reflector 91C. We also go out on UHF-CB Channel 15 in Hobart. You can hear this broadcast again on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock on the repeaters VK7RAA in northern VK7 and VK7RAD in southern VK7. 2024, it's a date. VK3, it's on today, the Barg Hamfest, February 4. In VK4, Redcliffe and District's Redfest, April 6. WIA AGM, May 4 and 5 in Bundy. VK's National Volunteer Week, Monday the 20th to Sunday the 26th of May. VK5 Amateur Radio Experimenters Group Radio and Electronics Sale, that's Saturday, October 26. And November 17, it's Spark Rosebud Radio Fest. Now till next we meet, you're up to date and I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.